I went in wanting. I wanted. I went in be waiting like a year, two years, because I wanted that trajectory to just zoom, and I wanted to take off. And I had all these things in my head of what should happen or what could happen. Uh, Ryan Johnson, mm-hmm. the guy who directed Eight, he like subverted a lot of expectations and took it a whole different way. And a lot of people saw that as because like people like me who were in the theater going. Oh, I can't wait for them to finish the continue the trajectory because there's so much more story I want to know about these characters, and then to, for it to go in a whole different direction where Snoke dies and in it and all all these different things that maybe like that's not what I wanted to know. Oh man, now I got to wait for nine to even see if they're going to even bother answering the stuff from seven that I wanted to know. And then now that I've watched it again with all those expectations just kind of floated away, crumbled after after time, I actually really liked where they where they're going with this. Yeah. So one thing that kind of changed my opinion on eight and the everything Ryan Johnson did, his subversion of expectations, I can't remember where I read it, but there was an interview with him where he went, yeah, I sat down with J.J. Abrams because I, I wanted to pick his brain and say, hey, you introduced this, this, and this, and this, and this, and where were you going to take these so that way I kind of have like a, a jumping off point. Yeah. And he's like, every single thing I brought up to J.J. Abrams, J.J. Abrams just went, oh, I never thought about where that was going to go. J.J. Abrams just threw a bunch of crap into his movie and just went, eh, this is someone else's problem now. Yeah. And never like gave any thought to where anything was going to go. And Ryan Johnson went, well, if no one knows where this is going to go, I'm just going to, I'm going to prune it. I'm going to trim the tree down and remove a bunch of extraneous plot stuff we don't need. Yeah. And then people were, yeah. And, and I hate when people go, oh, uh, Ryan ruined it. And now, and now JJ has consolidated it. Yeah. You can saw it. And now JJ gets to go in and finish the trilogy. Go in and completely just muck it up again. Honestly, I I was upset when I heard that they were bringing JJ back for nine. I do not like JJ Abrams. Over the years, I've just like grown to dislike him as a director. And he's uh, just just because the way he directs movies, or part of the way because he directs part of the way he directs movies, but also because he, uh, ever since Star Trek, I've noticed he suffers from a major case of cutting roomitis. As in, he cuts too much, or he doesn't cut enough. He cuts too much. He cuts scenes that are sometimes of vital plot importance. Are there like deleted scenes from movies that you watch and you're like, what wasn't that in? People's biggest plot hole with the first Star Trek, mm-hmm. where were Spock and the Romulans the entire time Kirk was growing up? There's a scene showing them getting captured by the Klingons and thrown into Klingon prison, and then they break out. All of it gets cut from the theatrical release. Bull. Leaving a giant plot hole in this film. Uh, that there was the a, first there Star was, Trek? The first Star Trek. There was a similar cut in uh, Super 8. That explains some other thing. Mm-hmm. It's basically, if there's a massive plot hole in a J.J. Abrams movie, it probably got left on the cutting room floor. Uh, the like... entirety, he wrote all of what happened to Poe Dameron between when he and Finn crash in the desert and then re-meet on yeah. the base. All of it gets cut. That's in the official novel, I think. It's in the official novel. They shot some of it. All got cut. And I, could, I guess I can understand. Look, I would understand why it got cut. But that's when when you cut something like that where you're like, okay, well now we have to explain how this guy got yeah. out. You would think, okay, well we need to rethink how that that part of the story, like, but but then but then you start like getting into because when you get into like the writing mode where you're like, okay, everything is every every story aspect is a movable object where I now need to figure out how is this puzzle piece going to go, mm-hmm. and you start thinking, okay, well this detail means that they have to explain this and this. How do I justify that without? adding way more material that we've already shot that I can't afford to reshoot. So then you just think, okay, well, what if we just say that he got out before, like, that? that's where I could understand 
that JJ like cut it and then was like, oh shit, we got to explain this. How about we just have a scene that they, where they finally meet again? They're like, oh yeah, I got out. Like I got out. Yeah. Or yeah. He, he lands somewhere else. In it's, the, I mean, there are plot holes that could easily be fixed by pickups, but he cuts the scene and then doesn't do the pickup. Yeah. That's, and that is my that is my issue. And then also, once he did the promo stuff for episode seven, he talked about his goddamn magic box writing theory. I was like, magic I'm, box writing theory. Yeah, go look it up. I'll look it up. Okay. Oh, by the way, guys, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Alejandro. I'm Matt. Uh, this is the Lunch Buffet podcast. You can Man. find us on anchor.fm slash lunch buffet. Uh, yeah. We are pretty much talking about anything. Today, we're kind of in a movie mode a bit. We had one hell of a cold open. That's what yeah. I've been trying to say for the last three sentences. <laughs> You're like, we it's a little, little can't chill. get a damn word in edgewise. A little, a little chilly, guys. Yeah. Um, um, uh, magic box theory. So, yeah. Is that like or mis- it, no, mystery box? It's mystery box. Mystery box. I don't remember exactly how it goes, so I can't summarize it for you. But I remember I watched. Excuse me. I watched the interview, and that was the exact like I had been like one foot off the platform for a while. But that was the exact. Oh, these. What? J.J. Abrams mystery mystery box, first edition. No, no, no. This is like his like theory behind how he writes movies. This is like his like here's my formula for writing a film. Um, that could be taking the piss out of it for all I know. Um, but no, it, 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 the moment I heard about that, I was like, I am, I'm gone. I'm done. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't like enjoy this anymore. I will say I'm happy that the things he makes that I enjoyed the most were the things where he shows up, he sets everything up and then lets someone else carry it on. He's a good producer. Yes. Like Clove, um, Cloverfield, um, 11 Cloverfield Lane, or was it 12? No, 10 Cloverfield 10 Lane. 10 Cloverfield Lane. I don't know why he's, he changed he's, the He's a good, like, sets up the initial concept and lets someone else refine it and make it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think... So, to, uh, this is a podcast where we pretty much talk about anything we want. Uh, I, like I said, we're in movie mode right now. We just we had a discussion about... Um, we're talking about Star Wars right now. Um. Oh, here we go. I think I found the quote. Oh, go for it. So you, this is the uh, theory how J.J. Abrams writes. Oh, it was part of a TED talk. Is this kind of like the Dan Harmon story circle, like the set, this eight kind of yeah. So let's see. Um, I bought this box decades ago, but if you look at this, you'll never you'll see it's never been opened ever. Uh, why have I never opened it? Why have I kept it? It represents infinite possibility. It represents potential. What? So he applies the mystery box approach to his writing. Like what are the stories ex- inside mystery boxes? I mean, I could see that being fine if it was like not a series. Mm-hmm. Like a like a one-off movie where it's like there's a part that just never gets explained, but like it because but it's not necessary to the plot, therefore it doesn't need to be explained. The, the title of this article is JJ, it's time to open the mystery box. Oh. <laughs> JJ, this is the onion. Uh, we need you to get back and make another uh, star. Um, but yeah, so it, that that's the whole thing. Is he's got this mystery box. Where it's like, ooh, it's a, I'm not gonna open the box because it, it's one of those. It's like he's trying to invoke the whole your imagination is will be better than anything I can write. I can respect that to a degree. Yeah, but I think he takes it too far. Yeah. I was having a similar conversation today with a coworker who is a civil engineer because she's studying transportation engineering. She's also a student. Mm-hmm. 
and we were talking, and I, I was express, expressing my frustration of a nearby recently constructed parking lot. You know the one? I'm, I I'm so. sure you imagine where it is absolutely impossible to navigate coherently. Yes. And so I was like, hey, when you get a job, don't be like whoever designed that parking lot. And she was like, why? I'm like, because they assumed traffic is a fluid. And she's like, well, traffic is a fluid. And I'm like, when? And she goes, freeways. Okay, yeah. Freeways treat traffic as a fluid. That makes sense. Because freeways, you have long, relatively straight sections of road. You have, I could go into fluid theory, but basically, it is surprisingly accurate. Cars, traffic on a freeway behaves like a fluid. Mm-hmm. But when you go off the freeway, traffic stops behaving like a fluid. And some engineer, civil engineers do not realize this and continue that mindset all the way down to parking lot level. And that's when you get par- parking lots that are filled with random one-way roads that are in, and like areas that are just really yeah. complex and needlessly impossible to navigate. Because you can't treat traffic at the same state when it's like a slower paced, yeah, like on a on a two-lane road or like you know like a a, mm-hmm. a four four-way intersection leading into an area with a parking structure. You can't have it. Yeah, you exactly. can't treat it the same way like a freeway is. Yes, exactly. And she's like, yeah, no. She's like, yeah. The the tra- yeah it breaks down once you leave the freeway you can't you can't carry that thought process all the way through all roads which how would you design uh, a parking structure would you just make sure there's like no one way things like make sure that's accessible in every uh, direction usually you just make it, it honestly the best and simplest ones are the ones where it's just roads where like like there's no like roads connecting segments of the parking lot it's just open parking lot so you're saying the best parking structure is no tall structure. No, no, no. I'm talking about parking lots, not parking structures. Okay, so... Okay. Parking lots. Oh, so this is a parking lot that was, like, designed weird, like... Yeah. Is it... The one we saw first man at. Uh Oh, yeah, the... Mm. That, you know what parking lot I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate that one. Yes. That was the example I brought up. And then we tried to look up the satellite photo, and Go- it, it's so recent, Google Images just showed us <laughs> an empty field. And she's like, well, go to the street view. The street view is usually more updated. And the street view also showed it as an empty field. And she's like, dang, even Google hates this parking we lot. We park in the cornfield, and that's how we done it but yeah, since but it's, I it's, was it's a little kid. It's the same kid. thing here. It's, it's, you can keep mysterious things only so mysterious so long. If you, you, it, there is a point of too much. Yeah. Now that I know that J.J. Abrams had no plans for like a lot of the stuff in his movie, I now, have more respect thing, for uh, Ryan for it's a li- my 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 source there is a little shaky because I cannot remember exactly where that interview was or where I read it. So well, I'll have to find it. Yeah, excuse me, but uh, it's it's I will not call eight the best Star Wars movie, but it is not the worst Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, by far that that um, that one. Menace and Attack of the Clones exist. Yeah, uh, the third one, Revenge of the Jedi, is not. Or Revenge of the Sith is not bad. I actually enjoyed kind of Revenge of the Sith a bit, especially the opening scenes. I will say they really had to like ham it up and figure out a way to like, how do you transition Hayden Christensen after burning him to then have a voice <laughs> as deep as... From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> you will try. God, I, I keep remembering like lines of dialogue and I'm like, they really put that in a movie. And then I change mm-hmm. it and I go... George really put that in a movie because mm-hmm. he was the only one. Because his wife wasn't there to save it in the edit like she did for the last three. Yeah. Boy, when you like watch that video, I, I I saw that for those listening, I saw a video where they discuss 
the the original edits edits of Star Wars and how George Lucas's wife at the time locked him out of the editing booth and basically saved the movie and made it a coherent mm-hmm. like thing that made like that's the reason it was her work that made that film a well, success. She was her day job was she was a film editor. Yeah. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, and George uh, does not. He's a great like. I think what they said in the uh, film, the, the video talking about the edit, was that George is a great, like, grand scheme thinker. Yes. But put him down to the nitty gritty, like, movement. And he, like, can barely connect points without making it yeah. seem like, like, how do we bridge these, this scene with this scene? Let's have the characters from this one walk over to the scene area where this next scene happens. And, like, you get shots of them just walking. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole original trilogy is just like a political, like it's a, it's just a political trilogy, like about the fall of the Jedi, and it is not. But you want like the original action and like the world scene and stuff, yeah. And they really don't deliver on the in the original. I could go on and on about the the Star Wars trilogy, yeah. As someone who also doesn't really have an attachment to the Star Wars original trilogy, when I do, but I don't. I have a weird relationship with Star Wars. I, like if anything, I saw the originals first. Like the like not original. Sorry, I saw the, I saw one, two, and three. I saw one first before any ever seen the order. I originally watched them in was four, one, long break, four again, mm-hmm. five and six, and then one, two, three. Mine was one, four, five, six, two, and three. Only because those came out in theaters when I actually was. Like I watched yeah. the original trilogy and then the 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 other theaters yeah. the other ones came out in theaters. It was I remember exactly where I was when I saw four and one for the first yeah. time because they played back. It was they were on TV playing back to back. Four and one played back to back. Yes. Out of war. <laughs> I also re- didn't well, realize was, that was, the, they was, were retitled. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Honestly, I watched through all of episode four and got halfway through episode one without realizing it was Star Wars. Like, I had heard about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. People talked about Star Wars. I didn't realize it was Star Wars until halfway through. I happened to flip open the TV guide and went, oh, this is Star Wars. <laughs> I haven't heard that To be fair, I was also like seven. Yeah. And by TV guide, I don't mean like the actual like TV guide, the publication. I mean like... The like newspaper? In, in, in good or old, in, the, in the menu? In good old Los Baños. No, this predates even that. Um, the, the TV schedule for the day was published in the newspaper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For, I remember that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, I. We never had a TV guide, but I would always Me like either. look. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was the, I, I would. I opened the newspaper. It's like, what movie is this? Oh, this is Star Wars. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, I, I think I, I think this episode is gonna start after right. We were talking about Ghostbusters because we like. I, I, I said some things I don't want to uh, cut include. If you're gonna cut out. The Ghostbusters stuff. I want to go on the record and just say, I do not think Ghostbusters was a good movie. Yeah, Joe, uh, Matt is a very he's very a staunch he's a very staunch hater of the uh, Bill Murray original um, Ghostbusters. He really doesn't like it. Yes, I on the other hand think like all of them are pretty good. I we don't. I'll just summarize. I've actually, I've I can never, just summarize. What we're I've talking never about. seen the second one. Sorry, I've never seen. I've only seen the first fifteen minutes of the second one. I've never watched the second one. Yeah, so um, I, I have I have no opinions on the second one. Yeah, and I heard that one was not as good. Uh, Same. I'll talk. I usually ask my dad about these kind of movies. Mm-hmm. He has a pretty good eye for good movies. Um, I wish I had someone like that at home. 
It's if you want if you want to ask my dad to <laughs> be your dad for a bit. I mean, <laughs> pay him pay him enough money and he'll 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 give all opinions on whatever. Just feed him. That's all you need to do. Uh, um, well, I, the whole discussion we had, I, I could just summarize real quick. Um, I think Ghostbusters the twenty sixteen one was not bad. I thought it was. I I enjoyed it. Is what I is the ultimate thesis of what I was saying is. I walk. I know there's criticisms of it, but I also know that this film was like heavily targeted by people online. Um, and I won't. I won't say that guys online were being sexist about it. But they were. But but darn if some guys were not being sexist about it. Like, but it, they definitely were. Yeah, and I think that ruined like the public image of it. And yeah, the film has some problems with how it structures, and maybe it doesn't cut away from a joke too soon or yeah. as soon as it should. I thought it was fine. It had a good cast. Um, I actually like Melissa McCarthy ever since she did Star- uh, Sean Spicer on SNL. See, that's the thing. It's it's for me. It's I realize it's probably not a rational dislike of her, but for some reason, I just don't find her funny ninety five percent of the time. And that everything that she did, couldn't everything she didn't deliver, I think was picked up by the fact that they had three SNL. Well, my opinion, Melissa McCarthy, that opinion I have of Melissa McCarthy extends to all of like her entire body of work. Okay, I mean, I've just I've never watched a Melissa McCarthy. She, in my opinion, I'm gonna hot take, Ooh. controversial thing right now. <laughs> she is my least favorite part of Bridesmaids. Damn, I think that she was funny in the first scene she's in. And then they just keep bringing her back, and I I get tired of it. I'm just like, can can you like okay, ha ha, I get it. She's she she doesn't she cuts no bullshit, and she she does what she wants. Okay, yeah, I get it. Like this is this character feels like a gag and only a gag, not a character. Yeah. Please remove them from my screen. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, yes, that was the that was basically everything. Um. You don't like the you don't like the twenty sixteen Ghostbusters. I think that it had the cast and the people behind the camera going for it, and it got let down in the writing room. And I, if I had to sit through seventy five percent of the DC extended universe movies, <laughs> I think I'm allowed one quote one opinion, and that is, I thought it was pretty good. But then again, I also used to like watch Big Bang Theory and thought it was funny. Oh yeah, I I grew up. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't don't tell me you're like you're like a, a Big Bang Theory apologist. No, I don't know. Okay, because we burned those I'll we burned those it, around these parts. I thought it was okay first couple seasons. Not funny enough to watch regularly, but not like outright hate for it either. It's just gone on too long. Yeah, it's it's it is a very good example of flanderization. Yeah, where they all just kind of become caric- yeah caricatures and- of their original selves. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, that's the problem with any show that goes on long enough. But I would say this: I would say this show, like you could talk about, like uh, uh, the Simpsons flanderizing all their characters to the point like it's season the origin season three. Yeah, no, like season thirty, like they're all kind of just stretched out a little too thin. I would say this show never had a like since the Simpsons had a great beginning mm-hmm. that slowly kind of just devolved into. Apparently, the recent seasons have had a couple of good episodes. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Um, I I, have, I just I don't watch TV regularly enough. Me neither. I actually don't I I don't use screens for television anymore unless I'm on Netflix or Hulu. But this has become such a point that on the on a different podcast they had a debate about what what what's the difference between a TV and a monitor. Yeah. If you can use a monitor for a computer is it if you can use a TV as a monitor is it a so TV? They came to the very quick and real sudden realization that the difference between a TV and a monitor is the TV has the jack in the back that lets you receive uh network channels. Yeah. 
to plug in an antenna. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Otherwise, they are the same thing. Yeah. I miss TV. Yeah. I miss when it was like a, I I miss when it was a consistent like thing, because as someone who wants to write, you know, I always wanted to like, you know, oh, what if I got to write on a TV show, and now it's like, well, what? I hope I now you just have to like hope you can join a writing project that just eventually gets picked up by Netflix. Yeah. Like there's no like, you know, and then all the shows that are on TV that aren't on, you know, the big ones like NBC, Lord knows they can barely get like three million viewers an episode now for like their for their primetime shows. See, I find that interesting because you're like, oh, man, NBC can only get barely three million viewers. And there are shows on cable that get like less than a million. Yeah, that's considered good. Yeah. Atlanta gets like like point four million episode and they're four hundred thousand. Yeah. And that's going to. I know, I know math. I'm saying it for the people. Oh yeah, for those in the for those in the down under. I'm saying it for Brandy. <laughs> Brandy, if you're listening, <laughs> hot take. Brandy doesn't know math. No, Brandy. I'm sorry, Brandy. We love you, Brandy. You are you are a beacon of light. Yes, in all of our lives. Yes, and if anyone does anything ever to hurt you, I will punch them Bra- in the face. Bra- Brandy, throwback. Okay. What is that a reference to? She'll know. Oh God. Um. Yeah, we're starting a D and D campaign soon. I just, I, real oh. quick, I just <laughs> I went to Brandy because she's the only person I like. I definitely know listens to us. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to name him because he didn't want to be named. Um. Oh yeah. Uh, at Pink Gem X. Yes. Uh, my friend on Twitter. See, I, don't he, know I, I know his name, but I, I don't want to name him. So I will just say thank you for listening. We appreciate I, you. You know, I should have gone for him because I don't know him and I wouldn't feel bad about in, insulting his math ability. <laughs> no, don't don't insult anybody's math ability. That's how you, but that's I'm how good you lose math, listeners. But I'm good at the math. I think I, look, <laughs> no, just because you're good at math look, doesn't mean you can insult people for not being good at math. years worth of math to not be able to insult people who didn't. <laughs> So you're saying that you went to school solely for the purpose of making fun of those who couldn't afford to go to school? No, but because I have got, basically got, been taking math as long as I've been going to school, I think I've earned the right to judge people's math ability. Hashtag Matthew Gate. <laughs> Today we rebel. Tomorrow we feast. Look, it's just like how people who are math majors can make fun of my math ability. Well... And so, they do. So you're saying that as long as someone has the uh, superior ability to you, you have no qualms if they decide to become the alpha to your beta. No, but as long they, as they have the ability to 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 surpass it. Or are you just saying if, that you like you like being the one who does it, <laughs> and no one else? No, I'm just saying that because at one point it's a logical like, oh yeah, if you're superior to me, you can make fun of me. No, but then I'm it just saying becomes, if, if you want to be the guy, if a math major has a joke about my math ability at my ex- like one joke about my math ability at my expense i'm just gonna go Haha, yeah you right <laughs> and then you write the name of the death note <laughs> yeah you right and you dead <laughs> it's like Haha, good one you pull up on your desk and he has like a bunch of voodoo dolls and you're like <laughs> loads gun <laughs> why are you taking that voodoo doll it looks like just like me why do you have the, one of those little pop caps from mexico why are you loading it? <laughs> Why are you putting it to the head? 
Well, no, 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 wait. It's <laughs> my favorite Game Grumps bit is where they do like the, 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 the character is like an innocent son who doesn't know why his dad is loading the shotgun. <laughs> Papa, why are we going to the forest? Are we going hunting? Why have you loaded the shotgun? Are we to kill the animal with the shotgun? Tell me about the rabbits, George. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Um, What else do we want to talk about today? Because we had a little bit. So since we're on the movie kick, I want to talk about the Spider-Man trailer. Far from home. Far Kick from it home. Off. Kick it off. I have some th- words. Okay, so do you have any words that a person who doesn't read comic books would get? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about Aunt May actually knowing about... Well, let's put it this way. In almost every iteration of Aunt May ever, she's always known at some point. Yeah. I don't know how the- I feel about Aunt May... Letting Peter know she knows. I think it's well. I think it's because it's never been done before, and this is like yeah. a, because this has to be a new thing. They can't rehash the stuff from the original Spider-Man trilogy or the, well, yeah, the Garfield but, ones. Yeah, no, no, but 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 I mean, even like the game, the game does it well. She knew the whole time, but he didn't know she knew. Yeah, she's like, I knew for some time. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, like, like it, it, it would tear him up. If she knew, I mean, because the, the, she'd be because then he'd he'd only be thinking about how worried she'd be. Yeah, I mean the homecoming. That maybe that's something they're they're gonna deal with because I I've yeah. I've noticed the MCU has a thing for getting the most mileage out of character that they recently introduce. So mm-hmm. they introduce them as early as possible, and I'll bring it up later when we're talking about it. I'll let you continue, but the Mysterio, there's I rumors have some that he's on him. There's a there's a rumor that he's gonna start out as an agent working with Nick Fury. Because that would then let, let them have the room to turn him into a villain. And then you get the full Mysterio later on down the road. Okay. Because that because it would... I don't know. Go ahead. Sorry. You were saying... Anyways. But yeah, so that... that I mean, I don't hate it, but at the same time, that to me is not necessarily a strike, but it's making me hesitant for the rest of the film. I, I mean, you could already argue that like this film... I wouldn't say this film spoiled what's going to happen in Endgame because oh, no, every, that, anybody who thought Spider-Man was actually dead is a Well, that, and also someone pointed, uh, Kyle pointed this out, uh, good old Super Gaming. I think that's still Super his name. Gaming, yeah. Yeah, uh, he pointed it out. Uh, could be a scroll. That's just the answer from now on to all, all plot holes or any potential spoilers. Could be a scroll. That's true. And I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're gonna jump into the scroll arc with this, with uh, Captain Marvel with and Captain the next Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So, Thanos could be a scroll. Thanos kind of looks like a scroll. That always weirded me out. Anyways, <laughs> nutsack of a chin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nutsack of a chin, have an ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I don't know how I feel about the him like uh friendly neighborhood Spider Man doesn't need to go to Europe because that's that's kind of Peter's whole thing is he's like I'm always Spider Man even when I don't want to be. I don't know. I mean, so he's always based. He's always in New York most of the time. No, but um, in the comics, he goes out of town, and even then, he's like, "I probably shouldn't have brought my costume, but I did anyways." No, but they they show that in the trailer. Oh, I mean, yeah, he didn't. He didn't take it. There's if you watch the international he gets trailer, a suit. No, no, no. In the international trailer, oh. when he so there's a whole bit that they show. It's him at the airport in customs, right? And they open up a suitcase. It's Uncle Ben's old suitcase. And they open it up, and it's this, his his Spider Man suit, the the Stark suit, with a note saying, "And just in case, Aunt May, like, love you." Oh. And then okay. the the lady at like the the TSA like looks at it, and she's like, 
And he's like, um, and she reaches in the suitcase and pulls out a banana and goes, no. <laughs> and he's like, no banana. Got it. She doesn't, she thinks it's just a costume. Yeah. That's, that's in the trailer. So he ends up taking it with him. Okay. Anyways. Okay. But he does initially forego it. Like, I don't. All I'm, right. I, Honestly. I'm slightly upset that you ruined this for me because well, no, I would have rather a, no, no I would have rather <laughs> found that out in the movie because then I could come back when we do the mo- when we discuss the full movie and I could be like well I'm gonna eat that crow because I was wrong well what if I just made that up you might have what homo scroll <laughs> what if I have a nutsack it for a chin all the way down I might have a nutsack for a chin you don't know anyways um transplants cost a lot of money but uh the other thing uh. Uh, the trailer. The trailer. So I'm trying to go. I'm going um, through the trailer in my mind. Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Him. Oh, MJ. I'm unsure about that. I don't know what to think. I think it's fine. I mean, I mean, they're gonna. Ex- she's a different character entirely. Yeah, it could be good. It could be bad. Yeah. Not not enough information. I just I don't. I'm not. I'm not a atta- to atta- I'm a. Atta- I'm more attached to Peter Parker in Spider Man as characters than I am to the dynamic that he has with anyone else. Like, if anything, if, if they're going to give him a love interest, I want it to be something that's never been done before. And someone who's MJ in the namesake and nothing else. Yeah. Is like, it, it, I don't know. It. I just hope, I hope they give well, her more agency in the film and give her more lots like. Lots of recent Spider-Man media has been retconning Mary Jane to be different than she originally was. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to compare her to the comics as much because also in today's society, her original comic, everything about her was, um, would not fly today. Yeah. A lot of things have changed since comics, yeah. which is why you get some of these retcons and people are like, why are they deviating? Well, it's like, like in well, the no, game, cause like, how she's like, she, she is basically, she's basically Ned Leeds in the game. Yeah. In this PS4 game? In the PS4 game, her role of being like the super, like, I don't give a shit if I get killed. Like, I'm going to go to the dangerous places. I'm going to get the scoop. I'm going to get the information to Spider-Man. That was Ned Leeds in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 whatever. It's like... Yeah. And, and, the, and, and in I'll the movies, have more issues. Ned has basically replaced Harry as the high school buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they've, they haven't introduced the Osbournes at all in the season. At all. One, I think they I'm want to avoid to... the Green Goblin because the Green Goblin's been done twice already. Yeah. I would... And I, understand, I would understand... Mm-hmm. Like, if anything, I... I mean, look, even the game avoided the Green Goblin. And yeah. I thought the game was going to have it. Yeah, they really did avoid it. Yeah. Which, I mean, they could bring them for the second one. Okay, but yeah, that's, that's the game. That's a spoiler for the game. Anyways, um, there's, yeah, there's there's a thing in the game, because I finally finished it. Um, oh, yeah, the ending? The ending. Like the, super, like, the super ending at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Which left me very confused at what direction they're, they're going. Well, that's if they make a second one. I think they're going to. I would I would hope so. I mean, it did pretty well. It made enough money that Sony will at least be like, "Hey, we want you to make a second one." It's I guess the balls in Insomniac's court. Yeah. Anyways, um, Mysterio's suit and Mysterio as a character. It's like you said, he might be an agent working for Nick Fury. Yeah, I think he's confirmed in this one that he's he's like with he's with Nick Fury. Yeah, which <sighs> kind of rubs me a little the wrong because of his, his original origin. Because I like Mysterio, because Mysterio is one of those villains where he's he's a disgruntled actor and stuntman. Yeah. He is a he has no powers. 
at all. Yeah, I know the origins of him. Yeah. yeah. Also, it seems his whole thing in the comics is always he he, he illusions. Yeah, illusions, Michael. Uh, that's that's him. He he is doing basically close up magic tricks to freak out to freak out his opponents. Sorry, I farted. Oh, was that a fart? I thought that was no. That was the door. door. That was the door downstairs. Oh, okay. It, it was it was it, like like that was his whole thing. His he didn't straight up fight people. He was always he made you question yourself and like he was a very mind bending villain. Yeah, because he didn't have powers, and all of his stuff was practical. Like it was, he built these gadgets and things like that that were like semi-realistic gadgets. Mm-hmm. He used projectors and smoke and things, and it, it, yeah, that was his whole deal. It looks like he's just straight up another wizard. Well, he could have just tech. I mean, they we've already we've already seen that shield can can turn but the he, alien he weapons. Has, he has the sigils and stuff like Doctor Strange does. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe, yeah. When so I, that's my thing. I'm I'm afraid that they they took they took him in the direction of actual magic instead of perceived magic. What if it? I don't know. It, and that we'll I, see. I always like that about Mysterio because Mysterio is like, dude, he's just a guy. He's just a guy who's tricking these superheroes with actual abilities, and sometimes comes out on top. Like he 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 mind freaks them into a victory. Yeah. No, yeah, I remember. I remember playing the. Yeah, I remember playing the Spider-Man Two on PSP, and there's a Mysterio bus. But there's like there's several Mysterio fights throughout the game, but the That's last right. one is when you finally corner him at a gas station, and he's like, he does the same like, ah, come after me, Spider-Man, and you hit him in one punch, and he goes down. Yeah, because he does not. He has no magic left. Like he has no. It's in the. No ori- tricks I think in the original PS One game too, he like looks like he's grown, and he's like, it's either he grows or you shrink or something. Like he makes it seem that way. And then it turns out it's like just a projection. And when you knock out the projection, he's right there. And same thing, you take him down in one punch. Yeah. I will say I I I have faith that I mean, like they they changed a lot of characters for this one. They did. So they changed they, they did, changed Aunt just, May a bit. They changed. Um, they did, but it's it's there. There are certain core things you got to keep for for the characters. Like with Aunt May, they kept that she dotes on Peter a lot. Yeah. And that she's very concerned because, you know, she lost she lost her brother-in-law. She lost her sister-in-law. She lost her husband. She's not going to lose the la- like the last family she has left. Yeah. Uh, and th- they kept that. They kept that Peter has this like immense sense of responsibility, even when it's to uh, to his own detriment. Yeah. And so it's like, like Mysterio, that was part of his whole thing was that he's 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 the illusionist. Yeah, but we've not the magician. But so like the villain in this film looks to be the elementals. Yeah. And like Hydro Man and which I hope they spin into proper Hydro Man and not just, oh, it's the um, physical embodiment of water. Yeah. It's mindless. Um, I will say I, I have a feeling they're going to do something cool with him. I, I, yeah, I don't like I, if, I if, they're, if they're starting him off as a good guy. That outfit. Ooh. Oh, yeah. They I'm got a, the fishbowl and everything. Good. Yeah. Like, no, the outfit is fantastic. It's it's not it's not the classic outfit. But it 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 has the right theme to it that I'm like you know what it it still works it yeah. doesn't have the little like 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 uh, you know kind of like Thor he had kind of like those buttons on the front yeah it doesn't have those but it looks so good that I don't care. What's interesting is that Michael Keaton is also slated to be in this one. I too. just saw that like five minutes before I came in. Yeah, he's he's like he's accredited as being in this film. Yeah, so it could be just it could be the after credit scene. It could be. Who knows? <gasps> setting up the Sinister Six. I mean, they already have Scorpion. Ooh, 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 ooh. Well, oh, setting up Scorpion. Yeah. yeah. Set up Scorpion. Yeah. Ooh, I wonder if they'll do Rhino. 
I hope not. The the game, so spoiler alert, the, the DLC for the game is all about Hammerhead, which is one, a villain I thought would never get the spotlight. Yeah. And two, the way they handle Hammerhead is very interesting. At least I haven't finished the DLCs, but what I've seen so far. I I haven't bought the DLC yet. I, yeah. And I don't know if I will... Because I do, I I mean, I want to support it, but also I've heard that it's very short, and I'm kind of low on funds at the moment. They're kind of short, yeah. I'll, I'll like I'll watch a playthrough, or I'll like try and support how I can, but I don't have the 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 finances to like buy video games as I see them now. Yeah, I have to be like, which which is why, and I guess I can oh. bring it up. Uh, oh, go ahead. You you finish. Oh, I was gonna go into Destiny too. Okay, so you can cut this part, but uh, after 16 days, they finally paid me. Nice. Anyways, Destiny Two. So I uh, I have Destiny Two for free. Same. And because they gave it to us on Blizzard.net, the mm-hmm. Battle Net launcher, and I've it's always been sitting in the corner. I never touched it. Never looked at it. I I didn't like Destiny One. I didn't like that you had to buy expansions to get more story. This is why I haven't touched Destiny Two because I figured it's the same way. So so I I bought I so I didn't buy Destiny Two. I just, I just installed it. It's like it's like eighty gigabytes. Yep. Is big big honker of a game. Big chonker. <laughs> Big, big chungus, chungus. <laughs> big chungus of a game, and I downloaded it. And for a game, when you pay nothing for it, and you like are getting a triple A experience, it's not bad. Yeah, like it, it maybe oh. maybe it speaks volumes that I'm able to say this because I didn't pay for it. I actually, I'm I'm like I'm in the campaign right now. I'm playing some of the online crucible mode. Mm-hmm. Boy, is it actually kind of fun. I had heard Destiny Two is way better. I just didn't want to buy it. Because I knew they were going to come out with expansions and that they were going to lock a lot of content behind those expansions. Yeah. So it was less of, I'm not going to buy this game because I think it's bad and more, I'm not going to buy this game because I know that I'm going to have to end up paying more for it and I kind of don't want to. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to buy any expansions for this, for the deal, for Destiny 2. And so I feel like I'm going to be locked out of half the game. But, and I don't know how far the, the... I, like it has the same structure as Destiny One, sort of, mm-hmm. but it turns it on its head because in this one they like the 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 um the thing in the center of the city, like the giant orb that is on the front logo of Destiny One. Yeah, it's like the traveler. It's like the robot machine that like gives the light that lets all the players be able to like um like respawn. It's mm-hmm. so, like you can't die as a guardian because the machine will bring you back to light as long as you have light within you. From the machine. Okay. Someone comes into the city, overthrows everyone in the town, and destroys the machine and cuts off everyone's access to the light, which means for a certain part of the game, when you die, you do not respawn. You go back to the checkpoint at like the beginning of the level. I think it's like that for like a level or two. It's not that long. Oh, wow. But the whole point of the game is that everyone gets cut off from the light that makes them Im- immortal. And oh. you have to go and like refi and you have to like build up your and that army. That sets up one of the DLCs because I know one of the DLCs that just came out. The big plot point is that Nathan Fillion's character gets killed. Yes, Cade uh, Cade Nine or something. I don't know what yeah, his name I don't, is. I don't know his name either. It, funny character in the game though. By the way, he's pretty good. Though I can see how it's like it, it's almost like if Spiel, Steven Spielberg like directed a game, and he like he doesn't know that the in, like the intricacies of like a guy who does film then tries to translate his humor to like games. And it's like, well, in games, when you when somebody doesn't work, you cut it. Like, with a film, when somebody doesn't work, you cut it. But he's like, well, no, we got to stick to the script. So they stick to it. And boy, it doesn't, doesn't fit. Like, some of the uh-huh. jokes don't land. But I will say I'm having a blast with the game. I refuse to believe that's Nathan Fillion's fault. Oh, no, it's not Nathan Fillion's fault. But when he gets his one-liners in, boy, are they good. Yeah. Like, they're funny. And 
I'm sad that he dies. I didn't know that. So spoiler. It was it was all over the advertising for it. Oh, I didn't. They literally have the scene where like it's his corpse and they like drape the drape the um the wow fabric over it. Maybe that was like the ending of one of the other DLCs. Like the no, apparently that's how that DLC starts, and then the whole DLC is you hunting down the guy who killed him. Huh. And then when you hunt him down, you just all right. Well, we we just saved ourselves some payroll. Well, shit! I brought the light back, so I can't kill you. Yeah. Yeah, but no, like the in the games, like you're you start out with you know you literally get kicked off a cliff and fall into the ruins of the city as the as being taken over. Oh, you have no access to your light, so you cannot die because if you do, the level starts because you, the level ends, mm-hmm. game over. So you have to go and hunt down a, a like a section of the traveler thing that fell off or a shard of it, and you get your light back temporarily. To like oh. then start rallying people together. And that's where the campaign kicks in is you're starting to build the forces. It's like the early missions, like you have to start building the comms network to start linking the other rebels to get like oh. the, to get communications going kind of stuff. Interesting. It's, it's very interesting take because I didn't really finish the first game. I don't know Me a lot either. about it, but it's a pretty interesting like it, you, it takes away the core mechanic of the first game to then force you to go, well, now what do you do? And though they kind of give you back in like in in here and there i haven't gotten far enough to know if it's like a permanent thing like you get your light back permanently it's a cool uh dynamic it's fun. i don't know if we discussed this but i have not gotten around to playing um red dead yet because war thunder held their winter event and i was grinding war thunder non-stop <laughs> but it's over and so you now gonna... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go start red dead probably awesome. tonight nice it's uh it's fun yeah it has a it's um i don't know i'm pleasantly surprised so far i'm still in like chapter three I'm okay. still not that far in. That means literally nothing to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah chapter no. three could, if it's a three act game, chapter three could be the end of the game for all I know. Chapter three is the final moments of the game. It's like, it's like the phantom pain. <laughs> <laughs> chapter three is the credits because there's no chapter three. Yeah. No, there, there's like, I don't know how many chapters there are in the Red Dead. <laughs> Ch- chapter three is just the hallway, the yeah. microwave hallway. <laughs> chapter three is just mother base, open world mother. <laughs> But Mother Base is open world in all three acts of the game. Yes. Konami just comes down, starts <laughs> singing that song from the the ladder climb and <laughs> Oh, the snake eater. Yeah. Yeah, it's um games are fun. Games Speaking are fun. Speaking of fun, um, we're starting a campaign soon. Oh yeah. Uh oh, you're that's... you're dungeon mastering the campaign. Yeah, that... But as as we record, the session has yet to happen. And I am it I we are an undisclosed number of days away from session one and i am woefully underprepared well look you're gonna oh i don't have dice yet i have to get dice i mean <gasps> oh damn it's too late for that the shop's probably closed i say that we could go buy dice and get food uh nah i probably shouldn't get food i ate already oh, okay I, i'm actually trying to, i'm trying to cut back from eating out i, I um, figured because my dad was talking about it and he's like you know he's like oh uh matt's coming over i'm like yeah it's like you guys are gonna go get food afterwards I was like, well, I mean, I probably if I do if I were, I would probably just get a salad or something. And I was like, you know, you gotta like start cutting back. I know my weight's bad when my parents are starting to be like, hey, you gotta you're gonna start going out to the gym, right? Like, and it's just it's just me and I, and my dad put it like just simply like he wasn't yeah. trying to be offensive. He was just like, yeah, your friends go out to eat, you go out with your friends to eat, but they don't have like a weight problem. Like, and I'm not saying, and he was just being frank about it. Like, yeah. you know, when your friends all go out to eat and you have a weight problem and they don't they're not going to be the ones to like stop you and go, Hey man, maybe you shouldn't go out to eat with us. They're going to be like, Oh yeah, come along. But- oh, 
every, every time I invite you out to eat, I I assume the answer is going to be no half the time. Yeah. And so it, it just, just, I mean, if I go, I'll get like, uh, it's really just exercising control on my part, Yeah. which I've been doing to the best of my ability so far. Um, so if I ever do, I'll go out with like to go out and eat. I mean, this show is called the lunch buffet. I will partake in some lunch. Yeah. Maybe not the buffet as much anymore. <laughs> the lunch plate. Actually, I went to a lunch buffet for lunch today and I shocked myself in that I like, I was like, you devoured a whole buffet. No, I didn't. I, I, I actually, it was a pizza buffet and mm-hmm. I, it's a lunch buffet. So, you know, they cut the slices a lot smaller. Yeah. So I only had four slices and I was like, which is the equivalent of like maybe two, two and a half normal pizza slices or one Costco slice. One and a half Costco slices, maybe. Okay. I, it was like one and a half Costco slices worth of pizza, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done." Because you don't eat salad, so you just had. The I don't four eat slices. salad, so I just had that. Yeah, my coworker got like a salad, and he got like eight slices, and bro, and he he like ate everything, and I was just like, "Yeah, no, I'm done." Like normally, I'm like matching him like slice for slice, but not this time. Cool. It was it was it was it was a bizarre feeling. You like you slow down and let your body go. Like I'm full now. You're like Ralph. I'm full. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> You're in danger. What was the one from the Simpsons movie where he's like, "I like men now." Oh yeah. <laughs> Which I've seen that as like a twelve year old. Like, they show peen. They do. They show Bart peen. They do. And I was now like, imagine I- being in the movie theater sitting next to your dad who hates the Simpsons after convincing him to take you to see it, <laughs> and that is the. First thing they put on screen. Now imagine watching The Hangover 2 with your mom oh. and her friend at the movie theater. Oh. And then they have the scene where it's like, you know why they call it Bangkok, honey? And then she turns around to then reveal her peen. Yep. And I'm like, I'm with my mom. Yeah. Ugh. Yikes. Yeah. I, I, I totally understand. Yikes. I also then saw Cloud Atlas with Joey and his mom because it was rated R. We, we all saw it. We saw it. Yeah, we were yeah. at the same showing. It was yeah. a whole group of us. Who saw yeah, but there was like a whole. They do like the, they do the whole thing on screen. They do. Yeah, they do. And uh, yeah, man, the Wachowskis. The Wachowskis. See, I will never forget that because um, a mutual friend of ours went with us, and I drove him. Mm-hmm. And as we were dri- when we were when I picked him up, we drove through my neighborhood because I had to stop at home to grab something, and we drove through my neighborhood, and I went through an intersection I always go through. On the way back. I nearly blew through a stop sign because between leaving for the movie and returning from the movie, they had installed a stop sign in that intersection. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they really did? Yeah. What time did we go see the movie? I the sh- I don't know. But yeah. Hmm. Cause no, it was like like we were we were like rolling through the intersection and suddenly I see the white stop on the ground. I'm like, what? And I stop, and then the stop signs was, was was right there. I'm like, that's new. <laughs> and you just see the you just see the handyman with the with the installation tools just walk away. Like, nope, nope. Like like it was it was like they even had like the road lines painted and everything. Wow. Yeah. Like express stop sign installation. <laughs> Jesus. So I will never forget that night because I'm pretty sure that there was a cop sitting right there waiting to catch people who were going to do exactly that. They got to oh, fill the quota. I go through here every day. There's no stop sign. Blow right through it. <laughs> There's no stop sign. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Woo! Ah! Oh. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, well, we, were, I, we were talking about, oh, D&D. 
That's how we got on this tangent. Oh yeah, the campaign. Um, you don't have dice. I don't have dice yet. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, uh, I would say I'd loan you dice, but someone else doesn't have dice. So. Are they gonna have dice at the? I mean, they have they, all those dice they, there. They have uh, all the dice. There. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll get my own set. Um, Let's and, this and, I'll, and I'll I'll microwave them so they always land on ones. <laughs> Damn it! You know about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I I've played no, a couple of Vegas games. I started that campaign. The, the last campaign there at that. Somewhere in that house is all of my dice. I started with a full set of dice. And slowly went down to none. At some point, I had none left. <laughs> and so I was just using, like, I was using, sometimes I'd be using my own dice that I found just in the amorphous blob of dice at that home. But, uh, yeah, no, my, my original dice, from the, I had to go buy a set of dice for this new campaign. And I'm like, I'm always keeping them with me now. Yeah. Because I'm like, if I leave them there, I will never get them back. <laughs> So you're saying if you lose a pair of dice at the house, you are then entitled to be using to use a pair whenever you're there because you lost <laughs> take it a there. set, leave a set. Yeah, no, except you never take another set. You just you leave the set that you 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 bring a set, it abandons you into the <laughs> into the ether that is the, his. To dice be fair, tower. a lot of those dice were out in the garage, and there used to be a cat in that house, and the cat definitely probably ate and then pooped out some, and a lot of them got pissed on. Ammonia. Yeah. Mm. They've been washed, or so I've been told, but I'm still hesitant to use any of those dice. They've been washed by time itself. Yeah. It was... Uh... They've been washed with ammonia. No, I, yeah. I'll, don't worry. I'll microwave I'll microwave them all on threes, so it's never, like, useful. <laughs> Always, I was, I'll do the median, or the, the sum, my, the average minus one. So it's like, <laughs> mm, yeah, that mm, uh, I'm trying to think with those ones where it comes out to a half. <laughs> so it just always lands on the edge. <laughs> it's always cocked forever. Right. Well, what's this then? That's how British people <laughs> approach any situation. <laughs> They're getting open heart surgery. All right. What's this then? <laughs> what's all this then? <laughs> what's all this then? Yeah. Um, well, I got. I, I wanted to bring something up because I felt like I didn't. Um... Oh, you brought that up. Were you going somewhere with that besides saying you don't have dice? Oh yeah, no, the D and D campaign. I'm excited for it. Yeah. You're saying you're un you're woefully unprepared. I'm woefully unprepared. I mean, it's just the first session. Yeah. And we're... Let's put it this way. I still have to write my backstory. So I was so unprepared. I don't have a main plot for you guys yet. <laughs> You'll get there. It's just gonna be nothing but side quests until I come up with a villain. <laughs> I took the Daredevil Daredevil season one pilot script and just changed all the names out. I wish. Don't you wish? I wish the show would come back. Yeah. Daredevil. We're not falling down that hole. Hmm? We're not falling down that hole. <laughs> However, <laughs> I do have a D&D &D build one day that's basically Daredevil that I want to do. His name is Bear Bevel. <laughs> Bat Burdock? <laughs> He's... <laughs> Uh, but, uh, um, oh, uh, that's what I wanted to bring up. Um, I haven't vomited in years, right? Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> right. so we're on a different topic. Yeah, now. we're on a different topic. Okay, we're not still talking. I thought you had more. To I thought again. I thought you had a point behind D and D. Apparently, not. no. I just wanted to bring up that we're doing a campaign, and I'm excited because okay. I've never played a full game, nor have I ever this had is, to this schedule. Is, this is oh yeah, you, you have to schedule because now now I'm actually like be able to do it. Yeah, and then one if I can get this full time job, and meanwhile I'm like. Over here, like, idea, let's crowdsource your character's backstory. Oh, God. <laughs> Send it to us. You guys, alternate one word at a time on Twitter. 
somebody uh, send a, a tweet to our Twitter and just make up a random sentence, and I ha- will have to include that into the backstory. Oh, please don't. And work it in somehow. Between some of these other people, oh, please don't. Okay. Okay. Unless um, it's good. Unless it works. Then yeah, I unless, will... unless it's good. You hear but that? Pink Gem X there and is Brandy. One, there is one particular character. Oh, like like when the guy first threw out the character idea, we were all like, yeah, yeah, oh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> but then the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, oh, it's going to be fun for like all of five minutes. And then it's just going to be grating for the rest of time. Mm. Uh, I, I don't want you to uh, drop names. I'm not going to drop names. But drop them. But, but so drop the social security Dave. numbers. <laughs> Dave. There's no one at the table named Dave. Or is there? Both in or out of character. Uh, Cast is short for Dave. (laughs) That's my character. Dave Stiffer. Case. Dave Kit. Um, Oh, yeah. So I haven't vomited in a long time. Yeah. This is a new topic, I guess. I mean, me neither. Um, I didn't realize this was a bizarre thing. No. So I I flash vomited, which is not when when you have a a flat, like a flat stroke or a heart attack, and then you vomit. So what happened was, I've been having a bit of like acid reflux. Yeah, and it's not too bad. It happened like a couple of days, and then like one day, and then my superior genes over here, no acid reflux whatsoever. Oh, go to hell! <laughs> go to, go to hell with your non-acid having ass. <laughs> ah. So, so I, I went to um, I went to Starbucks, right? Okay, and I got they have this uh, cinnamon shortbread frappuccino, which that I was like, sounds really good. It actually was pretty good. Is right? it a limited time deal? I think so. It's like holidays. They still have. I mean, they still have it. My coworker today, she was even like, "I'm going to get coffee. Do you want something?" And I was like, "So this coffee. this has only extended my lifelong battle with cinnamon that I've had all throughout Cinnamon's time. Cinnamon's delicious, unless it's Red Hots. I had so one time, I was like, in, I was in seventh grade, and I was watching the Fantastic Four sequel, the 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 original, like the one with the Chris Evans and stuff, mm-hmm. the Doctor Doom one, and I got I pulled out. Some applesauce. I think I've told the story before. Pulled some applesauce into a bowl, and I was like, I heard cinnamon goes well with this. So I pull, I got a thing of ground cinnamon, and I opened up not the tab that has like little holes you can sprinkle through. I opened up <laughs> the gaping mouth of hell. The big one. The one that lets you just pour it in to make with like like the one intended to like, oh, when you're measuring enough for a pie. So I pour, you know, maybe a quarter cup of cinnamon. So what I'm hearing is you cinnamon challenged yourself. I cin- no, no, I literally I cinnamon challenged myself. I threw up into my into our kitchen sink <laughs> from how much cinnamon I because because I poured a bunch of cinnamon and I'm like, oh, this stuff is like sugar, right? No, no, no it's not like sugar. It's like hell. It tastes like burning. <laughs> it does. So I so I ended up cin- uh, cinnamon challenging myself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I threw up. I've never been able to enjoy cinnamon since because it was like one of those defining like accidents where you're like, that was the worst food accident to have ever, that was the worst food related incident to have ever happened to me. I now cannot enjoy cinnamon flavored stuff. It has to be like paired with something. Okay. So I'm like, okay, cinnamon shortbread. It looks like more shortbread than cinnamon. I think I'll be fine. Um, And I was fine. Cinnamon pastries are always delicious. And like cinnamon rolls, I'm fine with, but yeah. it's because it's the glaze, it's the it's the sugar that's alongside it that lets me mm-hmm. uh, stomach it. If it's like straight up cinnamon flavored stuff, like cinnamon flavored, like that's like what I said. Gummy red bear, hots, like, big red fireball can get the fuck out of here. That's yeah. not cinnamon. That's just 
burning. Yeah, like I, yeah. So I can't I can't do cinnamon that much anymore. So I got this and I drank it and I happened to have a bunch of acid, like a little bit of acid reflux. So I was like feeling like I was like you know like air coming up, and I was like okay, not feeling That's too not hot acid right reflux. now. That's just a burp. No, I well, it was a because I get acid reflux in burp sometimes. Like I burp and I'm like, oh, ah, it's not spicy, <laughs> spicy acid. Um, no, but so what happened was I was getting out of my car and I burped and I filled my mouth <laughs> like I had my mouth closed and okay, I went. I've done Whoop. that. I've done that once or twice. And I so I had to then like my eyes were open, like wide open, like like oh no, like I I'm I may as well have just given birth right there. That that's how shocked I was. I was like. <laughs> I, I'm, you know what? You know what? Just let me continue with this. <laughs> I, I, I know think... you have scientific questions about how that works. I want you to shut it for the next like no, two minutes. No, I wasn't going to question how that works. I was going to say, I question y- y- your scale of shock. <laughs> it's like, wow, this is like, oh, wow, this cookie is amazing. Really? What are you going to say when your son is born? <laughs> I, was say, I feel like your scale just went one, two, one hundred. <laughs> well, so my mouth, my mouth literally filled with, yeah, with uh, with uh. So I, I am familiar with the sensation. So there, yeah. So I, yeah. So and I'm like, was it because of the cinnamon? Because it was because no. because the, it's like short. It's mostly shortbread flavored, but they sprinkled cinnamon on top of the 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 whipped cream. No, it wasn't. I've gotten this before. When I get it, it's not acid reflux because acid reflux has like like a, a feeling in your chest, right? Yeah. See, I don't get the feeling in the chest. It's just I guess like a. Oh guess. wait, no, no, I get the feeling in the chest sometimes. It mine. So this is why I don't think I get acid reflux because I've never had any like heartburn or anything like that. But I have had before. I don't know if it's like a air pocket gets trapped underneath the stomach acid or something. But it's I'll have to burp and just a bunch of acid comes up with it. That might, yeah, that's it. That's how that kind of accurately describes what happens to me. Yeah. But so sometimes, yeah, it's the same thing. So I'll just be sitting there. I think I'm going to burp and then suddenly just mouthful of vomit. <laughs> you, don't, you don't expect it. Yeah. But for me, and the other reason I don't think it's acid reflux is because for me, there is no like one food that triggers it. It's yeah. just sometimes it just happens. Yeah. It's it's very, it's like, oh man, I ate a bunch of pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, this banana. <laughs> yeah. No, really. It, it'll happen to me with any food. It's it's crazy. and It's so it's like, it's like cinnamon, uh, Twizzlers, and the Spanish Inquisition. I never expect it when it happens. Cinnamon's delicious. I don't think it was the cinnamon. Let, let's just say I, I actively avoid cinnamon most of my life now. And then when I do have it, shit like this happens. Oh, okay. So, 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 so the next time... Ooh. French toast is fine. Because it's the bread that I taste more than the actual cinnamon. Like it's the vanilla. It's more the vanilla. What about but, Dr. Pepper? I bet you cinnamon's in that. <laughs> Fuck you if it is. I can't, can't. Don't take that away from me. Are you telling me I have to? I have to ask for my Dr. Pepper with one less flavor. <laughs> Can I get the twenty-two variant, please? <laughs> twenty-two flavor variant. <laughs> uh, uh, now I gotta know. Is there cinnamon in Dr. Pepper? Dr. Pioper. <laughs> is Coke okay? Wait, what? A, frequently asked questions. No, Dr. Pepper does not contain prune juice. What? Because that was a very common like like thing. So, let's see. Oh, God, hot Dr. Pepper. Oh, I'm not even going to, uh, like, 
Okay, so rumored flavors that are not verified ingredients. So there are verified ingredients of Piv Extra, but not Dr. Pepper. Cinnamon and cherry. Those are in uh, Piv Extra. Yeah, because Piv Extra is just spicy cherry soda. Yeah. That's literally what it's described as. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, if you if you look like like the next time you're at a place that serves Piv underneath Mr. Pip, it'll say spicy cherry soda. I didn't I didn't I didn't look I never look. I just I inhale and ask questions later. Okay. Maybe inhaling your soda is why you're having so many problems. <laughs> I look, I do the same thing with all my foods. When I get a steak, I just I get the mashed potatoes and I just get a straw. There's licorice supposedly in Dr. Pepper. Amaretto, almond, apricot, plum, and peach. Yeah, I figured that's some sort of fruit kind. Spike nard. I'm sorry, I need to look that up because that uh, sounds made up. Spike nard. That cannot be an actual flavor. I think I watched that on an MTV Durian. one time. Durian. Oh, no. spike nard. It's a costly perfumed ointment, much valued in ancient times. Anise. Uh, the Himalayan plant of the Valerian family. Did not like that movie. Uh, produces the rhiz- rhizome from... I don't trust oil. this list. It has blackberry twice. <laughs> They're like, uh, did we say blackberry? Nah, just put it in again. <laughs> what 23 flavors are in Dr. Pepper? Red. So there, there's definitely... Um, Blue. There's definitely vanilla, and there's definitely some fruits. I could see that. Um, if Dr. Pepper is vanilla and prune juice... I want to start drinking more prune juice. Oh, sense removed. Um. Oh no, it's 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 not removed. So yeah, so there's rumored to be cinnamon and cherry in Dr Pepper, but they're not sure because Mr Piv has them. Hmm. The sense removed bit is saying that like I guess it's been removed. The the thing's been removed from the from website. Website, yeah. Hmm. Who knows? So if we're gonna talk about food, this is a question that came up. I don't remember where, but do you eat leftovers? Yeah. Yeah, of course I do. All leftovers? It depends on what kind. Pizza? Yes. Spaghetti? Yes. Moon pies? What are those? So, no, I guess. I don't know what those <laughs> are. Is this is it the... It's a candy pastry thingy if i remember correctly is the oatmeal covered in chocolate i think with, like so. marshmallow behind yeah why would you ever not finish one of those <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course i'll eat them yes yes yeah, yeah that's what it is uh, i was just thinking of things because um what is there foods that when you- i wrote this down there was a there was a conversation i was having with somebody and i don't remember how it went now because it's been so long so are leftovers like not good for you now or what is it, that oh no I, I i almost never eat leftovers that's a mistake to be fair I almost always make sure I never have leftovers to begin with, which is part of why. But also, I've had very bad experiences with leftovers. Like what kind of leftovers, though? Multiple kinds. No, like, okay, well, what's the specific one that you had a bad experience that made you go like, okay, never again? Various pizzas, some chicken. Chicken, I could understand. Um, I, I always eat chicken cold, though. I never eat it. So this, okay, so for pizza, it's almost always the cheese always solidifies and then never reliquifies. So pizza is never as good the second time. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't microwave it. You put it in the uh, toaster oven. Yeah, even in the toaster oven, it doesn't reliquify. It's not supposed to. It's 
Look, when you get leftovers, you acknowledge that you will not. It will. You're having the worst version of the food. And you I have. don't want a worse version of my food. I want the best version of my food. Look, are you saying that when you when you get married and your wife and you get older, you're gonna look at your wife who's like the not the best version of them, and you're gonna be like, Ugh. let's put it this way. If I get divorced from my wife, it I'm not be... going to remarry that wife because it's like, well, I mean, now it's the worst version. If we stay married continuously, <laughs> I, I treat that as I just never got up from the table. If I never get up from the table, that's fine. I not I did not realize this metaphor was going to continue. But no, I uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, well, like like it's just it, it, it's always worse. It's never better. I will say cold pizza is its own thing. Cold pizza is terrible. Cold pizza, yo, fuck you. Cold pizza is terrible. Cold pizza with pineapple on it should be destroyed with a nuclear weapon. I love weapon. cold pizza with pineapple. You know what's nicer than a slice of cold barbecue chicken pizza? Nothing. Barbecue chicken? You've never had barbecue, barbecue sauce? Barbecue chicken? You've never had barbecue sauce this on a pizza? This friendship is over. <laughs> this friendship never started. <laughs> my, my friendship with Andres is over. Eric is now my best friend. <laughs> I'm going to go back in time and shoot myself in animation one. <laughs> Let's see how you deal with that. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Oh, God. So pizza is well, one of the few things where I have a chance of having leftovers at all. So that's why it's usually what my leftovers are. Because everything else, I either only order as much as I'm going to eat mm -hmm. or I make sure I finish it, even if I hate myself. Oh, no, this came up because we went to dinner the other night. That's where leftovers came up. Oh yeah, the um the, the place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went to like a really fancy restaurant. Yeah, for graduation. Brian's graduation. Brian's graduation. He got good. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, that was the first time I okay, so <laughs> true neutral sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, to uh, well, we were at this restaurant. They had like a, a three by three we, grid of like sandwich names, and I was trying to point one out to Matt, and he was like, "I, I don't know what you're talking so about." We used so I just said, "I just alignment. said, I just said, oh yeah, it's true neutral on the bottom half." And you're like, "Oh," and then Eric was like, "That surprisingly works." Yeah, but yeah. um, but yeah, we were talking about because we we ordered a lot of food. We our eyes were a little bit bigger than our stomachs. Yeah. Well, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Your eyes were bigger than your stomach, and Eric's eyes were bigger than his stomach. Yeah. Brian and I both finished our food. <laughs> yeah, you guys both graduated to like the elite top where you're like, I know exactly how much my stomach fits. Well, to be fair, I also, one, rationed myself with the appetizers. I did too. Yeah, but... but yeah, yeah, but you you just got bacon. You just got no, candied bacon. I also, honestly, I could have knocked out one of those whole pretzels by myself, but I, I, I showed the self-restraint to not. But then see what happened is I came home and, and I woke up in the morning and I had to go to work and I was like, oh, what am I going to have for breakfast? Oh, look, a nice baked potato and some coconut shrimp. But I bet you, you that could... coconut shrimp was nowhere near as good the second time. No, no, it was good. Dude, you are. I don't believe it. I believe it. I ate it. I, I hope I believe it. <laughs> it was there. It's like, well, see, that's the thing. What I ordered, that, that tri-tip sandwich mm. would not have been as good as leftovers. <sighs> no, I think you just have high standards. You have high, I do. You have high. You have high, two high standards. I do. I'm sorry, but if I eat the food once, and I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing, and then I eat the leftovers, I just go, well, now I'm just let down. Like I, I know how good it can be, so this just. Oh yeah, I see. I will eat leftovers if it's a place I've never been to, and it's a food I'll eat. Then I'll, I'll and someone's like, hey, I have some leftover, like like I have leftover pizza from this pizza place you've never been to. I'll be like, okay, I'll try it because I have no like, no bar. 
There's no bar for them to come in under. Yeah. Look, I just, I think you have. I don't like regressing. Look, it, it comes down. Look, we, I think we had this discussion, like, is something natural? I was having this discussion, like, is this natural? Is this, you know, is this part of life? Um, and someone was like, well, nothing is, it was like, it was not nothing a discussion we were nothing. having, it was not a discussion we were having, but it was a discussion that I was uh, a part of, um, online. And it was something like, like, like people, like gay people are not natural. And someone was, there was someone trying to argue that like, that, um, um giraffes are gay. The gir- <laughs> Yeah. The giraffes are extinct now. Um, there's someone trying to argue like, you know, the, it was a Harmontown episode that I was listening to. And there was like ah. a discussion they were having where they were saying that the naturalist using the naturalist point of view is stupid because like nothing, nothing that we do with now is natural. Like toilets are not natural. I'm, well, not, it's natural. I'm not going in the natural way. I'm no, not no, saying no. it's no, but I'm saying like, like microwaving and being able to save your food in a fridge for a couple days after you ate it is not natural. It's like so. Of course, there's going to be some costs. Like you, you lose stuff when you gain the the godly power to keep your food fresh for a couple more days. So it's like, yeah, it's never going to be as good. But you have to you have to stop looking at it as the original food. Like if you're if you, but it is the original food. Is it though? Yes. Are you sure? So yes. how come you don't enjoy it the same? Because it's the worst version of it. So it's not the original. Then. It's a worse version. It's, it's it, it went to college. It got multiple sleepless nights. And now it looks run down and homeless. <laughs> Just but I'm like saying, me. If it's not if it has if it doesn't have the original qualities of the food that made it delicious to you, is it's it now the, the original? It still has the qualities. They are diminished. If you rebuild an entire car with new parts, is it the same car? This is like rebuilding a car out of out of solely junkyard parts. Yes. It's still theoretically... Sorry, no, no, no. It's like rebuilding a... It's like taking a car apart and then rebuilding it with only the original worn-out parts. Yes, it's still the same car. Yes, it's still going to be pretty close to where it was before, but it's going to be worse. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And I'm saying, but why so- would you do that to yourself when when you could not? Yeah, but... Yeah, so this that's the thing is, like, do you order... a I always if order, I'm going to go through all the effort of ordering that food, I'm going to eat it all. If I'm going to go through all the effort to eat it all, I want to eat it all at its best. I just I think that you you're missing out on a you're missing out on a whole spectrum of garbage foods that you could be enjoying. <laughs> Look, a baked potato. Col- Gar- I eat, garbage I, foods are the last thing I need to add more to garbage my plates. Diet. Like garbage plates are actually really good. Oh, you're talking about garbage plates. Well, okay. no, I'm just talking about garbage. Garbage. Sorry, garbage. Sorry for any of our French listeners. Uh, you don't have any French listeners. Um, no, but I'm just saying, like it's it's whatever. You know, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. If you have leftover foods that you were not able to finish at the restaurant, and you have to take lunch tomorrow for school or for work, you could do with it, and you'll be fine. Like I, when I came back from the restaurant, the food that the coconut shrimp was cold, and the baked potato was like resolidified. So mm-hmm. it was not the same quality as it was at the restaurant. I understand that. I can admit that. However, I still shove that shit in my face. 
<laughs> as fast as I would at the original restaurant. Just because my just because my standards should have gone higher does not mean they did. And this is the difference between you and I. Yeah, apparently I have higher standards. But I'm willing to this thing Dude, I it's ate, funny how it was, you how you claim that I have higher standards of things I'm willing to shove into my face and I am the only person who doesn't go, eh, when McDonald's gets brought up as an option. I will shove anything into my face that will not kill me. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Okay. Can unless I'm tricked in it. In, unless someone tells me it will not what kill happened? me. What happened? When did McDonald's become like the bottom of the barrel, last ditch place people go for food? Well, are you saying that McDonald's is not as bad as people say? Yeah. Wait. No, okay. Now, <laughs> say your stance so that I can understand. Like, I'm... I sometimes consider McDonald's as the first option when I'm like, where where should I go to get food? Uh, and according to my Twitter feed, apparently McDonald's is like the last resort. No one can agree on anything else. I guess we're going to McDonald's for some chicken nuggets. It depends on which mood. Like my sister, sometimes my sister will be like, "Do you want to get some chicken nuggets?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah!" And then we go get chicken nuggets. See, for me, it's it's and McDonald's then someone, is always on the table. But like, if I'm like, okay, well, I'm with my, if I'm with my family and we're like, all right, we're going out to eat. Where should we go? If someone says McDonald's, they're getting a slap in the face. Meanwhile, like when my parents are like, "Let's go to McDonald's," I'm like, "Yeah, I'm in." Yeah, no, we don't. Oh God, am I Michael Jones? <laughs> yeah, you're my yes, just without the sun. Without the baby, Doesn't daughter, have daughter. Oh, I thought he has. Oh, he has a daughter. I, I, I've only. I don't really pay attention to Michael Jones's. Iris. I okay. Now, now it's starting to come back. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Look. I only know this because then on the the podcast, Bernie brought his kitten, and then they brought Iris, and then they had them both on at the same time, and you could hear ovaries everywhere exploding. <laughs> Because the Iris and the cat were going and killing them all, right? Not because <laughs> No, because it was incredibly adorable. My ovaries. So like, wait a second. Um But yeah, no, so that's just that's that's a whole that, I guess that's a whole different conversation. I guess we could end it there with what do you guys think about fast food reheating or just food just reheating let, in yeah, general? Food reheating. I'm trying to think because there have been times I've reheated food and it's been like, I guess okay. But I'm trying to think of what those were. I will say there are some bottom tier restaurants that you can that when you reheat it does not come out the same way. Olive Garden is notoriously bad at re- being reheated. Like the pasta in general, the sauce comes out all clumpy. The fats and the oil separate to become like this weird paste. Yeah, you have to like remash with your fork to become a pasta, a sauce again. Bonchon does not reheat well, in my opinion. I can, yeah, I can. So I'm starting to understand more about your re, your lack of yeah. reheating. But when it's like, but I have no problem eating cold food. Like if I if we go get like El Pollo Loco, and I'm like we have some you know cold chicken in the fridge, uh-huh. I will not hesitate to pull out a damn flour tortilla and get some chicken and be like, you know what, nom nom, motherfucker. Uh, uh, one time we made Korean beef. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so fucking good. Uh, I took it to work. Because I was like, Gabe, you have to try this. And that was the one time using the desk toaster oven. <laughs> the, the desk toaster? Oh, God. Um, oh, Gabe, you never let us down. Yeah, uh, I reheated the Korean beef. That w- Okay, that was just as good the second time as it was the first time. But that's because it was just seasoned beef. There is no way for that to go wrong. Oh, yeah, no. Honestly... I could have eaten that shit cold and been like, this is amazing. You can eat like certain types of beef like raw. Yeah. Any non-ground beef. Yeah. 
But I no, but this. this was this was cooked. I cooked it at home for okay. dinner, and then the next day I took it for lunch. I see, I see. Sure. And then reheated yeah. it at work. I think that is the one time I've like, okay, leftovers lived up to the expectation, the fresh food set. Okay, yeah, I can understand that. I think that's the only time that's ever happened, though. Look, I'll look, and I I will understand. I will not say that every time you eat a food reheated, it lives up to the expectation. But it would not. But I would never be like, well, if the if the reheated food will not live up to the original expectations, I'll just never. I'll just throw it away. Like I'll I never, never do throw that. it away. Yeah, I've, like I, I'm not have a waste. Ever seen me throw food away? I've seen you throw away a salad plate without any salad touching it. That's not throwing food away. That's the opposite of throwing that's, food that's away. That's spending double the money for half the food. No, I that's make it up in pizza. That's bad business sense, man. I make it up in pizza. Also, uh, the only thing I will throw away sometimes is like fries. If like I eat most, I, I eat like 75% of the fries, then I eat like the sandwich or the burger, and they're like, oh, there's no room left for the rest of these fries. And it's not worth taking home to, fr- yeah, fr- to Fries do not travel well. Yeah. Yeah. So fries. Like- I will say the only fries that used to travel well were the old Wendy's fries when they had the yellow containers. Like when they were the thick cut ones. Yeah. Those actually held yeah. up the next day. I don't know what black magic they used for that, but you're right. Oh, McDonald's fries travel decently too. Yeah. When they get cold, like if you can keep them warm, and I found the trick is you can't close the bag, but you can't have the bag wide open either because if it's wide open, they cool off and then they're cold yeah. and they're bad. If you close the bag, they get soggy and they're bad. You got to like find this fine balance of letting the steam escape, but not letting them get too cold. Just close it up and poke some holes in it. Well, usually what I do is I just I, I pinch it closed, but then I just like I don't fold it over. I just leave like the little like thin. I see. Yeah. So McDonald's fries can travel. Uh, Wendy's, yeah, Wendy's short fries. hops. McDonald's fries can travel short hops decently. Um, Carl's Jr.'s can not travel at all. I don't eat at Carl's Jr. anymore. Um, Every Carl's Jr. I've been into looks like I'm about to get robbed. So I just stopped going to them. Um, Smash fries. Surprisingly, don't hold up well after being reheated. I've never had Smashburger to go, so I could never, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, Smashburger is uh, not a doesn't hold up cold. The fries are just too thin, like yeah. they they kind of lose their moisture and it's kind of crispy, like yeah. but not in the good way, like the, yeah, like, the like in the rock hard way. Yeah, um, I will. I don't know. I don't know about Habit because I demolish my fries every time. Yeah, I've never brought home uh, fries from Habit. I always just, I always usually, I usually order enough to eat, like, and finish it all. Yeah. So well, whenever I have leftovers, it's like my my mo when I eat food. I just make sure I eat it all, even if sometimes I have to live up to this Louis C.K. bit about hating myself. Yeah, which happens sometimes. Um. Well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. We appreciate you uh, immensely. There's a lot when you guys listen and let us know. Uh, we get some messages sometimes and. It kind of warms my heart to hear that people enjoy you get it. Messages? Yeah, it's You've like been hiding them from me. Yes, I've also been hiding the ma- um, immense sponsorships we've been getting. You son of a bitch! <laughs> no, I look. If I had a penny to show, I think we have exactly one penny to show. <laughs> yeah, I think we're at eighteen dollars oh, now. There it goes. There it went. <laughs> yeah, we uh, covered some stuff. Yeah, it was good. We so. disagreed. On everything, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode, this is, is the last perfect breakup episode. Uh, so is is that just gonna be the title? We disagree on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, probably will be. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Brandy, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can I end this uh, with a joke real quick? The joke I heard. Is it a joke about Brandy? No. It's a. It's a. Okay. So 
um what did the what did the uh the gold what did the gold miner uh say about the uh, non-binary hill there is gold in them there hills them slash there pronouns because of the uh because people who don't really identify as a binary will use the uh, pronouns uh, they and them. Them, them, their hills. I was so excited for you to like hate that joke. And when you ended up hating it, I still felt bad. <laughs>